protests turned destructive in downtown Seattle tonight. Here's what we fire. Since then, we have seen widespread looting. 200 members of the Washington National Guard have been called up to come into Seattle. 75 have been deployed to Seattle tonight. The other 120. I am also taking swift and decisive action to protect our great capital, Washington, D.C. What happened in this city last night was a total disgrace. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property. Hello there, everyone. Hey, Alfred Johnson again, your friend and fellow patriot. God bless you all. Hey, listen, boy, we are putting some attention on this stuff, and I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it either makes you uh, convert to a proper way of thinking or makes you mad, mad enough to think, mad enough to reconsider. Go ahead and storm and stomp in those rooms that you're going to. Get mad, but give thought. The fact that you're listening to this gives me hope. And one more time, Folks, I love, I, love, I love all people, but man, I'm telling the truth. If you, if you ever think that I'm against the interests of, of, of blacks, I mean, are you in, are you, 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 you're not thinking well. I am absolutely for the advancement of, 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 of our people. You better believe it. And among the brown race, for them, for the whole thing, but definitely among those who are having to make their way forward. Folks, I'm, I'm absolutely behind us all. I'm hopeful of a greater renaissance occurring in the black community than ever occurred in history. An economic and moral revival unparalleled. And, I, and I'm, so I'm excited about what I see in terms of opportunities that have been opened up by this current president. And opportunities that will we'll take advantage of them. I mean, they're going to have consequences that far outlive our lives and our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren are going to benefit from it. To God be the glory. And uh, folks, so let's, let's, please, let's wake up. Let's wake up. Let's ask God to, to help us to think clearly. Let's jump into prayer. Let's fall on our faces. Let's repent of sin so that we can think right. And uh, uh, we need to do it. So today I'm going to end up focusing on some other things that we don't think have a direct impact on us as a race. We got to be thinking about things deeper than the surface. We got to know how these things affect us. Let's go ahead and look at this one right here. This is what this is what Trump has Trump has done. He finalized new trade agreements with South Korea. He made a deal with the European Union to increase U.S. energy exports to Europe. He withdrew the United States from the job killing TPP deal. He secured 250 billion in new trade and investment deals in China and 12 billion in Vietnam. Folks, you might say, no, well, those trade deals with those countries don't have anything at all to do with me. Folks, folks, it has a whole lot to do with your family. Because, of course, you're not, most of you out there are not growing your own food. 
you're not making your own clothes, you're not making your own cars, you don't fashion your own furniture, lamps, iron, pots, silverware, or any other commodity that you own, televisions. You don't make any of those on your own. They're made by people, but uh, you know, some of the Americans do make them. Of course they do. America's great, but you, most of us don't. Those of us, especially who live in the, who live in the city, and who, the, the great majority of us, we, we don't make this stuff. We buy it. We are consumers of it. If advantage is given to China, to Vietnam, to Europe, to South Korea, if the trade deals are unbalanced in their favor, not only does it mean that our businesses suffer here. Remember, if you give them a trade advantage, it means that our business people are placed at a disadvantage. But you got to remember, we are going to be working for the ones who are at the disadvantage. That is American businesses. They are going to be able to hire and expand their businesses in proportion to their growth. If the trade deals with other countries are not right and it favors the other country, then it doesn't favor ours, which means that they're not going to be able to grow and expand and therefore employ the way they want to. If they don't employ, it happens to impact our race because you might say, yeah, but many times we're not given those jobs anyhow. Listen to me. As the jobs expand, so do the demand for workers. And so long as immigration is under control, which we'll talk about a little bit, so long as immigration is under control, then the value of the American worker jumps. It's just basic supply and demand. If you have less workers to fill a job, a labor demand, then the value of that one worker, you, your son or your daughter, their value goes up. Control immigration, expand business opportunity and growth in our country. It puts greater value on the worker and their pay goes up. This is the way it works, everyone. So when we have to create proper trade agreements with powerful economies like China and like Europe, and then even smaller, modest economies like Vietnam, South Korea, Japan, when those trade deals are properly corrected, and now there's a greater balance to where our businesses are able to flourish the way they can because we're Americans with the greatest Folks, when it comes to capitalism and free markets and, and productivity, oh my goodness, America is unparalleled anywhere in the world. Our industries are unparalleled. We're the greatest in the world. Our entrepreneurship, our, our innovation, oh my goodness, they're constantly trying to steal our technology over here. We got the best in the world, but if we don't balance out our trade deals, then it puts our businesses and therefore our workers at a disadvantage. Now, why would you want your babies to be at a disadvantage? Why would you want China to operate with the kind of trade deals they had under Obama, Bush, Clinton, Bush one? Why? Why would you want that? You want a president that is going to be fighting for American industry and American manufacturer and American worker. And you're watching it happen before your very eyes, but they're not going to put it on the news. You think they're going to celebrate that? By the way, I'm not giving you opinion. These things are law. The president has gone about to enact proper trade deals with these people. He has corrected stuff that was not corrected in previous administrations, not just Democrat, but Republican too. He's corrected them. When he said America first, that's what he's doing. Not as a matter of just a slogan for, for, for a campaign. 
what I'm telling you here are all facts. These are not made up stuff. It's not my opinion. By fixing those trade deals, he's helping our babies. He's helping us in terms of employment, helping us in terms of growth. And remember, when we are able to work more and we're able to make a proper income, the corresponding crime rates go down. Okay? Great benefits to our community. Great benefits. And it opens up the opportunity to create generational wealth among our people. But you have to have money. You have to have the ability to invest and to grow, which means you need a good job. But if all of our manufacturing is being shipped to China because of a crazy trade deal that we permit, then the opportunity to create generational wealth for our kids and grandkids is diminished. Folks, these trade deals matter. They matter directly to you and to your children. By the way, the more money you have to spend on the local level, the better your schools can be, the better your parks can be. The taxes that are raised because of your wealth is able to improve your streets, able to help you hire more police officers. All kinds of things stem from having proper trade deals which increase our business and if nothing else, our employment. That means revenue. It means growth for us as families. We can help our babies out the way we want. Maybe we can save a bit. But folks, these opportunities that happen when trade deals, deals are properly enacted help. Now, there's another factor as well. When trade deals are inappropriate, when you have China becoming very strong, by the way, y'all, China, their wealth, the America, America was the greatest factor in the bill. We're the greatest trading power in the world. Americans are the greatest consumers. We have the most money. And so, um, you know, when you, have, when you have these kind of trade deals with nations like China, sometimes it even affects our national security. When there's not a balance in trade and they have a great surplus of money because we're giving them a major advantage, you don't think that they're using that money for the same reasons that Americans use their money, do you? No, I can tell you right now that their average citizen doesn't make anywhere near the average citizen of the United States of America. A lot of that money is going to build their military, which one day your children or your grandchildren are going to have to fight. So you can either be okay with these trade deals if you want, imbalanced trade deals, or you back up President Trump, who's corrected those trade deals. Because one way or another, we're either going to confront them now with lower unemployment, lower opportunity for business growth and expansion and manufacturing and those kind of good jobs. We're either going to fight them like that now and have military threat or in the, fu and in the future, maybe even out, down out hot war. And you can have that if you want. Or we can go ahead and balance things out, grow American wealth in a way that, again, puts us on a whole nother level, allows us to invest in infrastructure and military and the Space Force, puts us on a whole nother level in terms of military competition so we can ensure peace. Folks don't like fighting folks that got all those kind of weapons, and America would have them. We already have them, but we'll have them on an increasing scale to make certain that if a nation does attempt to fight us, that they're they are aware of consequences. But not just that, again, our own people, the jobs, our ability to build a family. It's hard for a man to take care of a family and gain the respect of his wife and his children when he's not working a job that brings in a lot of money, that brings in decent money. Remember one more time, when trade deals are properly balanced, it means the expansion and growth of American businesses, manufacturers, all kinds of industries. Our economy is directly impacted by that, which means they grow and it means that they hire. When they hire, it means that people like you and me, brown, black, and white, are able to go and increase 
our opportunity to partake of the American dream and then pass on that generational wealth to our babies with good learning and good application of business practices. We have that opportunity now, everybody, a growing opportunity because the president is investing in us. Now, what are you gonna do about that? What do you wanna do? You wanna go back to trade policies that put us at a disadvantage? I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna do that where it diminishes our opportunities to participate? What are you gonna do? Or do you participate in growth? The, listen, listen to me, your choices here are clear. By the way, I don't have a problem if you're, in case you're wondering, because somebody might be out there thinking, no, he's just biased, he's just, he's just unreasonably biased in favor of the Republicans, folks. It just means that you don't know me. I, must, I analyze everything, I analyze my own self, but I analyze everything. And I'm, I'm interested in work, what's gonna work. I'm interested in what is moral and what is good. What's gonna really benefit the world? What's gonna benefit our people? I'm interested in that. Those are the kind of things that I study and I love to study them. I've given my life to, to serving in the community and in serving people. My whole family is into public service, military, police, and I'm the preacher in the family. But I'm telling you right now, uh, I study this because I love people and I love God. And, uh, and I wanna see our race and all, and all of the human race bettered. But this is an opportunity for us to move forward. And if you go ahead and join with me, Patriots, we're gonna watch it happen. Now listen to me, I need for you to share this now. Go ahead and get this to your family, get this to your friends. Send it out to a thousand people, all right? I love you very much. And we're gonna continue this on our next episode. I am also taking swift and decisive action to protect our great capital, Washington, D.C. What happened in this city last night was a total disgrace. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property.